Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Cunnington, and in this episode, I am going to tell you about some things that I've been working on. So I think over the last 18 months or so, I have really been focusing on creating content and whether that's on YouTube, especially, and that's probably pushing, you know, two years or a little bit longer, creating content on YouTube, doing this podcast, working on a podcast with my wife and blogging. It's been just a lot of content writing. And the other part of my business is around the course that I have, Five Figure Niche Site. And I provide support on that, update the course from time to time and that sort of thing. Generally, I've been a little bit scattered and not as focused as I should be on working on some of the other portions of my business, which is actually not not great. It's a double-edged sword, right? So I make most of my income from affiliate sites. So some people may think course creators usually make more from their courses, but I'm doing well with the affiliate sites, which is good because my course is about building a successful affiliate sites. Now, the the cool part is I did a, a lot of work on these sites over the last few years. And once they're sort of at a certain level, you don't have to do a ton of maintenance work. So it's not truly passive income, right? I don't think there's anything that's truly passive. You always have to do some maintenance and make sure that you're you know, up to speed with the marketing and things that are going on. But um, anyway, the point is I haven't been spending much time on that core part of my business, the affiliate sites. So that leads me to some of the cool stuff that I'm working on coming up soon and that I'll be sharing with you. So I'm actually, I have been working on it for a couple months. And for the people that are really deep into the YouTube channel, you may have, you may have heard me mention that I am, you know, spending more time working on my affiliate sites. I'm running some case studies and I'm trying to do interesting things so that I could share interesting stories. Sometimes they're going to work uh, just how I thought. Most of the times, or most of the time, things are not going to turn out exactly like I expected. But usually, you know, if you take some action, you'll learn something from it. And usually it's not a total disaster. So, I'm going to tell you about a couple things that I have been working on. Um, I can't share any results or anything too detailed, but I will let you know. Uh, I think it's like two or three, maybe four things that I could mention. And then I have a question that uh, was sent in about just working online and some of the stuff that I teach. It's framed around my course and whether someone should buy my course or not. And uh, the punchline is I basically told them, probably not. Don't get my course. It's not right for you. And I will talk about some of the details in their question and why my course really isn't that that good of a match for that person. So let's get into the projects here. Content. So I have several case studies where I have, or at least two, right? I have more than one. I have a few case studies where I have published a great deal of content on an affiliate site, typically following the keyword golden ratio, which is a data-driven way to find keywords that usually you can rank in Google within you know a few days, depending on the age of your site and a few other details, but typically it's just ultra-low competition. So 
I've published, you know, in, in one case, like a hundred posts and revenue went up a lot for that site. Another case, I published 200 posts and the revenue went up by an alarming amount. There's again, case studies on my blog, nichesiteproject.com. And typically whenever you publish a lot of content and you have some strategy around the keywords that you're actually targeting, like even if they all don't work out, traffic will go up. All right. And I have been working with a couple students of mine pretty closely and doing like a 90 day piece of work with them and helping coach them through it a little bit. And basically they, they see the same results. Now they didn't have the, they have full-time jobs, so they didn't have the time and revenue or sorry, the time and money to spend publishing that many posts, but they're on their way to it. So over the course of 90 days, maybe they published um, in one case about 30 posts and another about 50. And in both cases, they can see that it's working. Traffic is going up. Revenue is going up. So I imagine over the next you know, several months, the trend will continue because of all the work that they put in over this 90-day period, which was the goal. So obviously, I have great confidence in how that can work by publishing a lot of content strategically using keywords that make sense that will actually drive traffic and drive revenue. So the other piece of the puzzle here is like whenever I've done this in the past, I have hired individual writers that I manage myself. I typically hire a content manager slash editor who will do the copy editing They will draft the post um, in WordPress. They'll get images. They'll prepare everything to be published. They draft it. They don't actually hit publish. And then I would go in and review it quickly, make sure the links are good, make sure it looks how I expect it to look, and then publish it. All right. Now, a lot of people want to know how to hire folks. So I provide the templates and you can get those readily if you if you Google it, right? So you, you could find my templates on and what I use. However, other people have even less time and more of a budget and they want to hire like a full service company to handle all the content. So bringing it all around, I have been trying different companies different content providers so that I could tell people, hey, I use this company. They did a good job in this area. Um, this other company, they're really fast, but you know, here's the pros and cons, basically. Uh, additionally, what I am finding is when you work with a company, um, the it's just like hiring an individual, but the more information you can give them up front, the better the content is going to be. So if you could provide an outline, that's better than not providing an outline. If you can, you know, give them guidelines on what they should and should not mention in the post. For example, if you're working on an Amazon affiliate site, you really don't want them to put anything in the article that violates the terms, right? It's just a waste of time. So you could tell them up front, don't put any pricing in there. Don't mention the number of reviews. Don't re- mention the rating. Um, just you can give them exactly what you want them to do or not do. And I can basically provide, you know, people that I refer over to these companies, the exact template that I use, right? So you don't have to go through all the headache of getting an article back, reading it, finding the mistakes of, 
you know, violating the terms of service, for example, or the operating agreement, and then have to send it back and tell them, hey, don't put the price in there. So if you can give them a guideline right up front, perhaps a guideline that I created, it saves you a lot of time, right? So I'm working with a couple companies and it's been going good so far. I'll put, um, I'm affiliates or I am an affiliate for both of these companies that have worked out really well so far. Um, one is Content Development Pros, and I heard about them from uh, my friend John Dykstra over at Fat Stacks blog. Um, I'll put a link over to John's site as well. And then Content Refined, which I've been working pretty closely with them on a couple projects, which I'll talk about uh, more of those in a second. But their content is very good. They have um, an awesome process and system that they use and... You know, it's a premium price, but they do a really good job. Um, the other uh, that's notable is the Hoth and the Hoth blogger, blogger um, product. So that's very good as well. So those are the three um, that I've been working with um, that have gone well. All right. So there's some that don't do as well. All right. There's some that don't do quite as well. And um, I was struggling I was a little frustrated yesterday afternoon because I got one of the you know early trial articles back and I was looking at it and realized, you know, I, I received it back like really quickly. All right. So I got it back like last week. I just did a quick glance over like the, I didn't read it basically. I'll be honest with you. I didn't read the damn thing and I just skimmed it and I was like, oh, they put images in. Um, they're using relevant um you know, subheadings or it looked fine. Right. So I just kind of perused it. I was like, ah, this looks generally right. When I went back to read it, this was a listicle, right? So it's like the top five whatevers or something like that. Right. So the top five ballpoint pens for students. And when I was reading it, I was like, item number one is not right. Like it's combining two products together that are unrelated created by different companies. And that is literally like the only, <laughs> the only instructions that I really gave them were around that number one item. And that's the one they fucked up. And I'm like, come on people, like, what are we doing here? And you know, the services that I'm testing, um, they are, they're a range of prices, but generally I'm getting the premium content, right? I'm getting like the five star, uh, the top, the top writers that I can get. And I'm like, how did you guys fuck that up? That is literally the only thing that I was looking for is like item number one. The rest of them you could kind of screw up on. I didn't really care that much, but item number one was the one that I needed. I needed you to read it, you know? So your mileage may vary. So that one didn't work out that much or didn't work out very well. Hence, I'm not going to share what company that was. So um, I'm doing some tests in my... My goal, right, is to come out of uh, using these services and say, I purchased um, 60 articles, which is what I did. So I'm, I bought 60 articles from a company and I am working on a content sprint with them. So I, I gave them the first uh, 30 keywords and I will give them the next 30 probably in a couple of weeks here. But that's the general idea. So I'm going to be doing... Actually, I'll tell you the, the full thing. So I'm publishing. I'm also going to be doing some Pinterest action as well. So I've been working with my VA on Pinterest. We've been getting a little traction. Um, we're, we're tweaking and trying to figure out like how to make it pop. But we're using a lot of the tools that we've mentioned in previous episodes. So Tailwind, 
is the the main one and tailwind allows you to schedule pins and i think it, it has some functionality in instagram but i'm not sure so it allows you to schedule pins and it has a lot of smart um technology behind it i'm not using it i have no idea what i'm talking about basically but there's some ways to schedule pins during the most optimal time right so there's some there's some uh you know intelligence behind the data and the analytics that you can get and what what they see in Tailwind and what it can extract from Pinterest. And at this point, I'm just throwing out buzzwords. So we will publish content written by a content company. We're uh, doing some Pinterest things on those new posts. And then I will be getting backlinks. So usually guest posts um, from the Hoth in this, in this case. And the other portion of it would be blog commenting. So blog commenting is another piece of the puzzle that I integrate in as well. I know a lot of those links are going to be um, no follow links, but at the same time, it does provide some referring domain diversity and different IP addresses and just more links going to the homepage of the site. And that brings me to experiment number two. And that is around blog commenting. So it's literally just blog commenting, no other link building. And the test that I have been running is around, um, or it's it's on a site that essentially was getting very little traffic. So it's one of the ones I had on the back burner. There were roughly, we'll say, I don't remember, let's say 80 articles out there. Let's say 50-50 informational content, how-to kind of articles. The other 50% is like product reviews and the typical Amazon affiliate type content. So it was getting very little traffic, making very little money. Um, I don't remember exactly, but we'll say, you know, between three and 10 visitors a day, something like that over the last few months. Some days there's, there's no traffic and other days, you know, maybe... 15 people will show up, something like that. But that was rare and it really wasn't making much money. All I've done, right? So I haven't changed anything else aside from doing blog commenting. And I'm using a service called OK Relax, which is a VA service. Again, I'm an affiliate. I'll put a link in the description. If you sign up using my affiliate link, I get a commission. But um, basically, if you do, sign up and you get them for blog commenting, let me know. I'll send over the procedures that I use, um, that I supplied. Now, I think there's a couple, there's a couple important things. So number one, traffic went up like almost immediately within a few days, like of doing the blog commenting and some of those comments sticking, being published, um, traffic went up and I, I will share a graph. It won't be, um, (laughs) <laughs> over over a podcast is hard to explain, but basically traffic went up. I don't have the stats right in front of me, but you know, when I look at it, it's like traffic went up by, you know, 2x over the last couple weeks and months. I've been running the test for actually it's been getting close to two months at this point, and I've throttled back some of the um, blog commenting. So what I can do is uh, when I actually share the case study on this is let everyone know like how many comments landed, how many um, you know backlinks do I see out there on Ahrefs, and then of course the big thing is how much traffic is now landing on the site. Now, the earnings were so low before, you know, um, I would say 
10 bucks a month or less. And basically it, it wasn't much. So if um, I look at the earnings, they're probably going to be a little bit more, but it's not like anyone is going to be able to quit their job over it. Right. Um, the point is it's a, it's a site that was neglected. The uh, content is, I would say subpar. All right. The content is not that great. And generally there's no links going to the site and I haven't touched it in a super long time. So just getting some comments to the site has been great. Now, what I, what I will be doing as well is like getting a link from uh, the Hoth, their guest posting service, which um, I believe that's landed already, but those links can take some time to actually show their impact. And it was a, it was actually absurdly good link and I really appreciate the way the Hoth has sort of reformed how they are, um, I guess, selling that package. So, and maybe that's not the right phrase, but basically in the in the past, you can pick your guest post based on the domain authority of the site that it will be published on. And that, you know, in theory, that helps with the rankings, right? The higher the authority, the better the link and so on. Um, they have added a piece of criteria so you could either get your post um, based on the domain authority or you can get it based on the organic traffic to the site. And that is what I selected. So there's, you know, different levels that you can get. I think it's like more than a thousand visitors, 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, something like that. It's, it's pretty, it's a progressive uh, scale there. And basically you can, if if it's more important to you to get your post on a site that has more traffic, then you could select that one or vice versa. Now, people may be asking, well, which one's better? Well, <laughs> I would say you have to know like the link profile of what your site is. But the real answer is I have no idea. And I could tell you that I tried to do a guest posting service um, you know, not that long ago. And I've tried it a couple of times and I just don't like the work. So I'm kind of stepping away from it. But the other thing <laughs> that I've noticed is some people, um, some of the customers that I worked with, um, like really felt that it was important to have high authority and they didn't care about the traffic stats. And then there was another set that really cared about the traffic, but they didn't care about the authority. So inevitably they, uh, you know, either camp, <laughs> either camp of the customers, which just bust my balls on whichever thing that they didn't get. So that's why I, I struggled with the offering. And I think the way the Hoth is, you know, offering that package now is great because that way it's up to you, you know, what is most important to you and your site. And maybe it's a blend, right? Most things, the safe, the safe answer is like a blend of the two. You don't really know in my opinion, you don't really know which guest post is the one that's like the great one that really pushed up your site. So that is uh, experiment two is around uh, blog commenting. All right. Uh, experiment three is one that I did with uh, content refined. And there's actually going to be a whole blog post on this topic. There's going to be a whole podcast episode and uh you know, dual broadcast over on YouTube as well. So Maddie, Madeline over at Content Refined um, worked with me on this project. And basically they go 
and find uh, a handful, whatever the 80-20 is on your site, where potentially you could rank higher with existing content, or you could rank for more keywords with existing content. And they go do an analysis with a few different tools. Maddie talks about it a lot in the episode, which we recorded just the other day. And basically, they use a a tool called uh, Market Muse to run this content analysis. And not just on your site, but they run content analysis with Market Muse on like the other competition out there in the world on the internet. So you're able to use, you know, different variations of the keyword, the right keyword density for whatever you're targeting. And the results were pretty dramatic. So on my particular site, and I won't give away everything here, but like on the site that we did the test on, we found 10 posts that we wanted to work with. They did their thing. Um, they, I think they got me the corrections within or the, the amendments and, and edits and all that stuff within, um, you know, a couple weeks or so. And then we, we published it. They do all the work for you, by the way. So they do the analysis, they write it, they'll go into your WordPress dashboard, make the edits. Um, they'll do the whole thing if you want them to. And within four weeks, traffic was up by 13% on those 10 posts. So some of them, uh, actually a couple of them went down a, a couple percentage points, you know, traffic wise, but, um, some of them went up by, you know, two, two X, three X, and we could share all those stats. All right. So I put together a Google analytics group, a custom, uh, group or report there. So I could see just those, um, that were impacted, right? Just the ones we changed and what happened. So it's very clear. Um, perhaps I'll go back and, and have a look at the ones that went down. But I mean, this is a concept that I've talked about a lot and they formalized it in a very process-driven way. So you can do this on your own. And basically you could like identify some posts, right? So they do a little bit deeper analysis than most people um would be able to since they do it all the time and they've, they've kind of uh, refined it a little bit. And basically you could pull reports from SEMrush, for example, Ahrefs and the, the, the one that only you have access to is in your search console. So I would say if you can work with the data from your search console, you can, you know, pull those reports, see what keywords are getting impressions for a specific URL. And then you can, you know, find the gaps on certain areas, certain keywords. Maybe you're, you're actually getting a little traffic. Maybe you're getting a few impressions, but you don't even talk about that keyword phrase at all. So you can take that keyword phrase, put it as a subheading, for example, and then write a few hundred words on it. So anyway, that whole experiment went really well and again full case study on it and you know content refine has the um i guess the full service white glove treatment where they will onboard you help you id what posts you should work with and then they will use market muse which i know people are thinking hey maybe i check out market muse that sounds like a great tool it's extremely expensive it's so expensive that Really, the only kind of companies that could afford it are, you know, media companies, you know, full-blown media and content companies, or a content agency like Content Refined. So that is that is 
like the huge advantage there. So you can do a lot of things on your own, but using Market Muse and Content Refined and the whole package there is a great way to, you know, number one, streamline it. It's a proven like refined system. And, you know, when you look at the numbers, um, <laughs> just buying buying the work from Content Refined is cheaper than one month of market muse. So you could go, you know, look at the prices and stuff like that and you'll see how expensive it really is. The other thing I'll mention is around, I guess, running the Niche Site Project blog. So it's not really a like pure case study, but it'll be interesting because I'll be able to talk about it. Everything can be very meta in this um, internet marketing space, I guess, where I can like do things that are marketing related and then talk about them later as content. So very, very recursive. But one thing that I've done is brought on uh, paid contributors to Niche Site Project as bloggers, right? So I've seen um, some of my peers who are uh, sometimes many years ahead of me and sometimes they have started after me or something like that. But in the blogging space, they, you know, they brought on writers and they, you know, the founder of the company um, did more like visionary stuff and marketing. And of course, there are many ways to run a business. So I'd have like, uh, someone guest post every now and then if it was a good match for the audience. Um, but but basically, I was like writing everything myself, which is cool. Um, however, there's <laughs> there's only so much that I could write about certain topics. And my time was sort of split in different areas. And I was thinking, well, I have some very strong writers in my course, right? Five-figure niche site. And I knew that they are doing interesting things. So I, I knew that they were doing interesting things and they are, they're good writers and they have case study information, which is something, you know, I can only have so much case study information, especially if I'm not doing the things that I was talking about in the last, you know, 15 minutes here. So basically I approached uh, some successful students and I, just asked them if they wanted to to write for me. And again, I'm, I'm paying for it. So um, I want them to know that it's valuable to me and I appreciate the work. And, um, you know, it's not, I, I, I don't want to like get free uh, material from them basically. So that that is why I'm paying because I certainly could just ask them to write it for free. And I, I'm pretty sure because of um, the positioning, right? A lot of the people that I asked also, um, I'm pretty sure they have at some point, right? They have the desire to teach other people, maybe have their own blog and to give them a platform where people will read it, where I send out an email and maybe a few hundred people will go read the post. Sometimes um, it'll be shared by someone who is much bigger than me. Um, So, at that point, it's like, it's valuable for them. But at the same time, like I mentioned, I want them to know that I appreciate the work. I'm not trying to get anything free. And I I believe just having the payment structure in place does add like a layer of professionalism on top of it. So that is something I'm testing out. Now I'm going to continue to write for Niche Site Project, of course. um, And I'm you know, I run a lean shop. Basically, I have like one VA 
and um, you know some people that helped me write some stuff. Now, the other cool thing is they have a fresh take, right? So all these um, paid contributors that I have have a fresh take, um, a new set of eyes. They have a completely different experience set than I do. So they will be able to tell, even if it's a similar case study as something that I've done before, um, it will be fresh and new and it will have their perspective on it, not mine, which I think is great because, um, you know, I have internalized a lot of the things that I do now, right? So at the beginning, it was obviously brand new to me and I didn't know anything about anything, but now, you know, I'm at an expert level on certain areas, so I probably can't explain it or teach it as well as someone else. Uh, and, it, and like I said, I mean, they have their own set of experiences, so they have a fresh perspective, which I think is a very good thing. So again, not exactly an experiment, but I, I think it'll free me up a little bit to, you know, do the visionary, um, I'm using air quotes, but like the visionary kind of things where I could plan a little further ahead. And then for the post that I write, um, I can spend a little more time on it, um, potentially get a couple of those folks to read over it for me and maybe do a little more like guest posting, um, myself, right? So I have a couple on the, I won't mention them yet, but there's a couple that I'm working on with like bigger companies, which is cool to be featured by a much larger company. It does build um, not just the backlink, that's fine. You know, those backlinks will come over time, I believe, but just have having like the name, my name recognition and like other larger companies recognizing me as someone who can provide useful information to their audience, especially when their audience is, you know, way huger than mine, right? That's a weird way to say it, but they have a big audience. So it's good for me to get out in front and potentially, you know, find other people that could be part of the niche site project community. All right, next segment here, very abrupt transition. This is an email that was sent to me and I'll genericize um, some of it here, but I'll mention names and and stuff like that where it's appropriate. Um, I can mention the person who sent the email is named Dimitri. So I'll do my best to read the email out loud here. So my name is Dimitri. Um, I did some design work um, for a vendor out there and it was Human Proof Designs, uh, friends of the podcast and of mine personally. And uh, Human Proof Designs said that you should check out um, Doug's course um, Doug's an affiliate marketing expert, and this is Dimitri. I'm just going to read this straight up here. I love your approach and your sales funnel is very convincing. Thank you for that. And there's one, there's one thing that makes me hesitant. And it's the fact that it's all around the Amazon affiliate program. The thing is I have a plan to build an authority site around niches, such as freelancing, e-commerce, digital nomadism, and web design and that sort of thing. So I have a list of affiliate programs that I wanna promote, but none of those are physical products. It's all software and I generally would recommend them. So I'm resistant and I'm not really sure that this is the right course for me. I have advanced experience running a drop shipping site, so I'd rather sell those with a higher profit margin, those sort of affiliate um, offers. And I wanted to ask your opinion to see if five figure niche site is the course that I should get, or should I, you know, check out something else? Thanks in advance. I hope to hear from you, Dimitri. 
and I said, I said this, I'll let you know the response because it's a little more concise than me rambling on and on. Um, So I said, uh, thanks for the compliment and it's great to meet you. I told him, if that's your goal, then this training isn't right for you. Five-figure niche site isn't for you. And I mentioned that many of the concepts from my course would translate and you can use them anywhere. But my course, Five-Figure Niche Site, is narrowly focused on Amazon affiliate marketing. And for that, it works well, it's fine, and it's repeatable, and it's a framework that you can use. And I told I told Dimitri, I can't really recommend any other courses because I haven't taken them. But I know that Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income has great content about affiliate marketing. And I think he actually has a course on affiliate marketing. And I also told Dimitri, I was like, you could probably figure it out on your own since you've done you know, drop shipping and you've worked online and he kind of knows his way around, it seems like. And basically, this is what I recommended um, to do affiliate marketing. Number one, teach people to do stuff using the tools. Number two, keep teaching people and creating value. Use case studies and use those tools. And then number three, Maybe give bonuses like templates that people can use after they buy using your link, which is literally the plan that I just mentioned, um, like in the first segment there. And I told Dimitri further, that's pretty much it. If you create tutorials with the tools, then people will naturally sign up with your link. Not always, you know, and it's helpful to mention that you are uh, using an affiliate link. I mean, you're supposed to from that. FTC regulations anyway, but it's helpful, right? Because if people get value from you, then they often um, would like to reciprocate and give some value back by using your affiliate link. Now, not everyone will do that, but there's a lot of people who they just want to, right? Like I actually would, I made it a point when I learned stuff from Pat Flynn back in the day, I bought stuff through his link or Spencer Hawes at Niche Pursuits. In both cases, I learned a lot um, from whatever case studies they were doing. And I bought products through their link. I, I went out of my way to to go click through their links. Okay. So uh, finish up here to Dimitri. I said, um, giving bonus does show the value you offer to them. And, you know, you could hang on to the bonus until you actually like have them confirm that they did sign up so that you know, it does encourage people. It gives them an actual incentive to sign up through your link, right? So it's a little more transactional, but um, I think there is value depending on what you're doing. I feel comfortable in that because of all the free material I do provide. Um, So for me to hold back on one or two templates that are, you know, solely focused on working with OK Relax, for example, um, I'm totally okay with that. Right. I mean, most of the time these are one pagers anyway. I like to keep it instructions simple um, in like discrete pieces. So if it's going on for like a really long time, a little harder to follow. Um, so I advised Dimitri, I said, <laughs> I'd rather you get the right training than to me make it than for me to make a sale if it's not right for for you basically. And I, I do this often. I should probably like mention it, um, occasionally, maybe I'll send out an email on this sometime soon, but, um, I really would prefer someone to 
not buy my course if it's not the right match for them. And this scenario comes up fairly often. In fact, I think in the next couple episodes, I have another email that uh, someone sent in and they kind I mean, it's not exactly the same scenario, but they're sort of hinting at, um, is, is Amazon the right way to go? Maybe I should do some other kind of marketing. But the whole point is I'd rather someone get the right course than for me to make like a one-time sale and someone be unhappy, feel like maybe they wasted their money or something like that. So, you know, that's just kind of, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a fortunate position, um, to not have to like sell one more course to pay the bills. Right. So I'm, I'm in a lucky position from, well, you know, we, <laughs> I worked really hard at it. So, but I'm in a fortunate position in which it's okay if the person doesn't buy the course and I'd rather them, you know, go, go learn how to do it somewhere else from someone who's teaching exactly what you need. So that's it for today. Um, I will put links in the show notes and I, uh, I'm an affiliate for most of the ones that you'll see, some of them not, but definitely check them out and stand by for these case studies coming out over the next couple months. I have a couple where I'm, I'm in talks um, with you know certain people to do interesting things, super vague, but I got some cool stuff coming up in the future and there'll be a lot of cross promotion, I believe, as far as like telling the story. And I think I'm going to get really uh, like a really good story out of it. So I'm, I'm pumped. I'm very excited. All right. You guys have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to The Doug Show. I really do appreciate it. I mean, I'm just sitting here on my computer recording stuff and uh, you're listening to it. And I think that's awesome. If you enjoy the show and you know someone who maybe would be interested in it, please let them know. I think it would be fantastic if you help spread the word. If you are not signed up for the Niche Site Project email list, well, you're in luck. All you have to do is go to nichesiteproject.com, click the green button, enter your name and email address, and I'll send you a bunch of cool stuff about affiliate marketing, productivity, including all my templates. If you happen to not be subscribed to this podcast, please do subscribe. And don't forget, I welcome your questions. So you could send uh, your emails to feedback at doug.show. I got that really cool domain, doug.show, that's it. So feedback at doug.show. Or I'm going to leave my voicemail number in the show notes. So all you have to do is give me a buzz, leave a voicemail, and then I'll potentially put you on the air. So looking forward to it and we'll catch you next time.